You are listening to the Men's Ministry Roundtable Podcast. This is a ministry of Christian Assembly Church in Los Angeles, California. I am your host, Marvin Enriquez, and this is how we get down. Hold on. You want me to stand up? Welcome back to another exciting edition of the Men's Ministry Roundtable Podcast. My name is Marvin. I'm your host this morning. Today is January 21. January. January 21, 2021. And as per usual, this guy thinks it's funny to call me in the middle of the uh, podcast recording. Who is this guy? He's none other than our friend, George, boy, George Fernandez. Hey, boy, George, uh, why why have people been calling you Grandpa George lately? Well, first of all, I am, but then uh, you are you know, a grandpa. Some, I am a grandpa. Yeah. Well, that's uh, true. You I, are in, in, all, in every technical sense of the word, but you're also my honorary grandpa. So there you go. Thank yes. you. You're like 30 years older than me, right? By the way, Dude. guys, Dude. today is Grandpa George's birthday. Happy birthday, George. Happy birthday, George. So to all of our thousands of listeners, January 21st, today is Grandpa is George's birthday. January 21st. How do you say the month? January. I'm sorry, I have a Guatemalan accent. This is how it comes out. January 21st, 2021 is uh, your birthday. You're 68? 74. 74 years old, Grandpa George. Congratulations. 58 today. 58 years old. You're climbing towards 60, buddy. Yes, I am. Yeah, that Roth IRA is looking good, bro. <laughs> but I try, I'm going to try to have another kid before 60. So, well, that's your MO, oh, right? Boy. And also around the virtual roundtable, we have Robert. Robert, I was on time today. Concepcion. Got to be. First time on time. This is, I think, this is a, a, a standard for you. This is like our 30th episode. And this is the first time that you're actually that is, on time. That is not true. That is not true. That's not, but then it's a new year. So, you know, Hey, it is year, a new year. New beginning, I, so I wonder if it's because of Hyro. I probably is. He was excited that yeah. we have a, a, an awesome guest on the show today. And he's like, let me get there on time. And uh, he, he got himself ready. He's got this yeah. long commute, brother. It's a long commute. <laughs> You're in your main cave. Are you in your main cave right now? Yes, I am. You got your windows open. I see the, the glory of the Lord shining all around yeah, that's you. Sunshine. Nice, Amen, uh, nice Amen. bald head is shining. <laughs> i can tell you the future the future okay all right and also around the virtual round table because everything happens virtually these days is jairo fuentes Woo-hoo! Hi, the show. hey thank you i'm, I'm excited to be here today Hyro's uh, in his home. He's got his uh, gamer headset on. He's got yep. his hoodie. He's got his <laughs> curtains drawn. You're, like, you're a like a typical. His hair is curly. It just looks like it. It's his curly hair. It's, oh, that's not a hoodie. Uh, his, his, his shades or his curtains are closed. Uh, he's a typical millennial young yeah, person. Yep. I mean, uh, I'm sure he was probably, probably playing just got out all the way up to like 9 a.m. Rolled right into the podcast. And here yep. he is. But thank you, Hyro, for I making am. time. Yeah, absolutely thank you for having me Hiro, are you a gamer uh, i do actually i mean i'm not an extreme gamer but like i have like a a monitor that i that i play with my friends and i play on ps5 we usually play call of duty or fortnite or something so <laughs> well yeah the, the fact that you said ps5 tells me you're a gamer because yeah. those things were i mean you know george and i have kids latest, probably yeah, we probably try to go to target or walmart around christmas time and buy it and, and no such luck the fact that you pre-ordered 
and you I, got I it did. that tells I me did. you're a gamer yeah right? I, I i tried but by the time i got to best buy the guy was like good luck buddy it <laughs> was how much of those things now hyro yeah that's what i was gonna ask uh, they resell for about a thousand right now, but no, not I, resell. But what's the retail like? Regular? Oh, like, the retail. Go to Walmart. Yeah, if you buy it off the shelf, it's a uh, five hundred. So you're telling me you can the, sell yours for shelf? for a grand? Well, it's used now, but I could probably sell it for a little above retail because that's what people. George, at, if you would have if you would have tried to buy one like December twentieth. Uh, there's people I'm sure paying thousand dollars or more for these things because people get desperate and they were sold out long before wow. Christmas. Yep. Hey, Hyrule, let me, so, let me ask you a question. What is that better than, uh, than Xbox or it's just a preference? Uh -oh, here we go. This is like LeBron and MJ now. <laughs> no, oh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Be careful, Hyrule. He's Xbox setting you up here. PS. We've got, we've got Xbox fans and we've got <laughs> PS5 okay. fans and they're more, they're, they're more cutthroat than Republicans and Democrats. So be careful Absol here. <laughs> Absolutely. No, I think it, it really does boil down to personal preference. Uh, I, I was on Xbox for like many years before I jumped onto PS5. So I had a Xbox one prior to this, but, um, Sony just they just have better titles in my opinion like they had the Spider-Man game at launch that I played which was really great uh they also have like they also have better Halo Halo I mean no. Halo Halo was in no, our no, no, generation George that was the, that's the only Xbox. game I ever that's, played oh and yeah. I love that. that's that was in your all, that's 20 years ago yeah <laughs> exactly I think I think Sony is uh definitely king right now I think they're definitely beating uh, Xbox in a lot of areas for sure we have a we have a PS4 not a PS5 but we did get Caleb the new um the new Spider-Man game, like into the multiverse or whatever it's called. That's yeah, a fun game. That's a that's fun, a fun game. game. It's a really fun now, game. Now, Pyro, wait a minute. There's new stuff coming out, like the Oculus. Uh, are you familiar with that? Oh, is that the VR stuff? Yeah. 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 Is that where it's moving towards? Um, that, that I don't know. I think that's a separate, like, I think eventually that's where everything's moving towards is virtual reality. But I think Oculus is like one of those uh, companies that's really like pushing forward with that. Mm -hmm. But game wise, they're yeah. not there yet. Well, Oculus is made yeah. by Facebook, so you know they've got some money behind it. So there you go. Yeah, no, it's definitely trending in that in that direction. There's a lot of like, like I think at the I forget what mall it is, but you can go to like certain malls and they already have like VR places where you can just play. It's like really cool. Really, you know my my frustration with video games is more and more and more I see the trend moving towards a solo activity. It used to be, uh, mm. you know, George Robert, you guys might be able to back me up on this, but it used to be we, you know, we'd set up the Nintendo or the Xbox when that came out. And then you just kind of gather around the TV and three, four or five people could play yep. at the same time. And then you would take turns and, you know, you play FIFA and you play each other, blah, blah, blah. But now it's like I sit there and I watch my kid play and I'm like, okay, is there a two player mode on this game? No. How do you play with oh, somebody really? else? There isn't. Mm. And I was like, oh. how do you play with somebody else? Oh, you got to find them online well i'm like i'm oh, right here next to you dude like yeah, i literally yeah. want to play soccer with you but i cannot yeah. we don't you know they oh, don't even yeah. come with two they don't even come with two. Not a multiplayer anymore. game really all these games are solo or but they're multiplayer but it's online multiplayer right if you want to play somebody else i got to be in another room connected to wi-fi <laughs> encouraging you to buy another set they, another they are system. but no it's really becoming a solo and then if you look at the vr thing that's really a, like you put the goggles on there's nobody around you i mean it's a solo activity yeah, I used to play. That's why I used to love Halo because I'd play with Jarrell, and yeah. we, you know, I'd be sitting next to him, and all I'd hear is, all you'd hear him say is, "Dad, stop going that way. No, stop shooting me. You're on my I know. team." We used to. And I was always lost. We used to set it. up like, uh, like uh, those land parties, right? You have uh, two Xboxes, and you have four players on one, four on the other. You capture the flag, and you have a mm -hmm. big old long wire from one room to the next, and that's how we do it. It was a lot of fun. But uh, who knows? 
Pyro, it's the future of gaming, and uh, yeah. it's here to stay, I suppose. <laughs> I just want to quickly mention, because I got a lot of emails from guys after I mentioned that uh, on the last podcast that my parents had been touched with COVID. Um, a lot of guys reaching out and letting me know they were praying for my parents, and so I just want to say thank you. Uh, it seems like they're coming through the worst of it. Uh, there, was, there were some scary days, for sure, last week especially. Both of my parents were in urgent care. Both of them got some kind of treatment. My dad got a steroid treatment. My mom got some kind of breathing treatment, um, but neither required hospitalization. And uh, as of last couple of days, they're they're moving towards healing. There's there's some lingering effects, aching achiness and uh, coughing for sure. But in terms of the 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 you know the scary stuff, you know the the breathing and the fe- the high fevers that's gone away. So, thanks guys for praying. Thanks you guys. Mm-hmm. It was a it was a tough tough few days for us for sure. Hey, how are you guys remember your uncle your uncle yeah unfortunately my uncle didn't fare so well he he ended up getting a tracheotomy um oh, they, no. they 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 removed him off the respirator and so they it, I, I don't know my cousins are dealing with this but um but they they ended up having to basically cut a hole in his throat so they got he got a tracheotomy um and that's wow. you know you know how that goes that's a permanent situation and unfortunately it's going to be a tough one for him Wow. Your, your uncle is uh, older than your parents? My uncle is about the same age as my parents. And I want to clarify, he's not really my uncle. He, he, and, my aunt, my, he and my aunt were married and now, now are divorced. So, you know, he's my cousin's father, I, su- I suppose. And at one point in my life, he was my uncle. Ex-uncle. But now uncle. Ex-uncle, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so he's not blood related, but, but, you know, he was related by marriage for-, for You can still love him. Yeah. Uh, you no, know, I mean, we, I, we, we've been praying for him for sure. And he's, you know, he's the father of my cousins and I love my cousins and I, you know, yeah. but, um, what, what, what's your question? What was your question? Oh, uh, he got a tracheotomy. Oh, is he older? Uh, no, he's about the same age as my parents. He's, he's inching okay. towards 70, I believe somewhere in that range. Right about your age, George. Yeah. Yeah. So they're in this prime. <laughs> yeah. That's prime. I mean, he's not, I mean, honestly, it he's not that prime. old. He still works no, and he still does a lot of things, that's, you know, that's and, not old at all. No, yeah. no, no. Yeah. Oh, well. So uh, I know, uh, I know, a lot of people are are kind of going through the same things based on the numbers right. that we're seeing reported here in LA County, and um, our our prayers are going out to you. By the way, guys, if if you ever want to submit a prayer request um, on the CA app, uh, there is a form that you can fill out. Uh, we take those prayer requests very seriously. We share them with uh, with our prayer team members. It's a confidential uh, email chain that we have. And we're praying for all of those requests every single week. So if you have a prayer request, whether it's uh, illness or any other kind of prayer request, send it on the app. Um, also on the uh, on the website, there's a place where you can send in prayer requests as well. Guys, speaking speaking of requests, I've had a lot of people ask the question: Why was my playlist not put on the men's <laughs> music thing? Okay, so nobody people, asked like, that first of all george that, that's not true. everyone's asking go, dude you, you have like so so many good songs especially worship songs and why why am i not hearing them so i just want to let you know that because of the demand i will i will add some songs to the playlist that marvin okay so the, first of all the guys probably have no idea what you're talking about number one is we created a men of followers CA. i have on this okay, they all want to know hold on followers Hold on. You're not an influencer just, just yet, buddy. You have a hundred <laughs> followers. Um, uh, so we created a men of CA playlist that we shared with a lot of you guys via Apple music and Spotify on That's the it. men's, That's it. on the men's uh, devotional book. And George is a little hurt 
that none of his songs made it to the playlist. But here's that's what happened. That's not true. I have so many followers. I don't I don't even know what to, to do. I have to like turn down requests. Yeah. Well, you turned my request <laughs> down apparently. So here's what here's what happened. Here's the truth is I emailed all of the pastors on our staff. I said, hey, send me one or two songs that is really ministering to you. I didn't want a playlist with like 10,000 songs. I wanted 25 curated songs for this season in our life because I wanted it to coincide with the with the uh, devotional that we're doing together. So I, don't think I got you know what curated means. I, I don't. I think it has to do with like what you do with me. <laughs> like how you cut what? How you cut ham or something? I don't know. Oh, is that a job? Oh, you cure ham. Curator? Okay. Yeah, I don't know what it means. But here's what it is. So I so I put together this playlist and then I shared it with the guys. However, I got emails from Tom from like Mark Pickerel, who doesn't do computers. He sent me a song. Uh, no, Tommy Walker sent me a song. Uh, Robert Concepcion sent me a song. Ralph Delgado, uh, Levi, uh, Trey, Jake, Scott, Matt. Every single male pastor sent me one or two songs. Beautiful playlist that we put together. And then George this morning says, how come none of my songs made it to the playlist? Yeah, I have like a hundred songs that everyone okay, wants. When did you send me an email, Wait, bro? Is Why it a hundred songs or a hundred followers? I know. Which what one is, is it? it? No, I have 200 followers. <laughs> I have 13 and a half hours worth of songs. Okay. First so, of all, so, we don't want 13 hours worth of songs. Yeah, okay, I have so many songs. You, I don't, and, you know I don't do email, so you got to let me know. Okay, listen, but, but if, if any of those songs have pipe organs, we don't want them. We want contemporary <laughs> Christian music, okay? We don't want like pipe organ music. We don't want the Celtics. No, it's like it's like Last Christmas by Wham. There's, yeah, there's yeah. We don't want George Michael on there. Okay, boy George, <laughs> boy, boy George, George or George Michael, whatever it is. We don't want Comer Chameleon. All right, we don't want any of that stuff. What's it called? Comer Chameleon. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, come on, Chameleon. Come on. All right. Hey, uh, so send Marvin. me. Yes. No, I will send you. Send you what? Send me a couple songs, and then we'll add up to the place. I just yeah, wanted to I tell will. the guys we uh, officially crossed over the 5,000 listener threshold for the men's ministry roundtable podcast. We're at like 5,250. 5,200. Uh, Hiro, did you hear that? Hiro. Mm. That's, that's, yeah. Just by Dude, appearing on the podcast. I'm looking at Hiro and I think he's playing like a video well, game. He's been playing video games all <laughs> night, man. He's looking, he's looking down and I hear him go, darn it, come on, shoot him. I don't even know what he's, what, what's going on here. He's not paying attention. Come on, come on. Come on, Hyrule, uh, you gotta, yesterday you he's sent playing, me a, a He's playing email. Fortnite said, as we go. speak. <laughs> okay, no, so Hyrule, you're gonna get a royalty check from appearing on this podcast because we got 5,200 listeners. Let's go. Uh, your, your cut of the-, of the Yeah, what is it? Winning. What is it? <laughs> Divided cut. by four, come on. Divided by four, we get, we get $5.20 because for every, for every Divided thousand by four. listens, we get like a yeah, penny. How much is that each? How much is that each? Um, Divided by four, you get a dollar eighty or something. Okay. Am I right? Am I right? Am I close? No. no. There you go, man. I, hey. I, anyway, all that to say is thanks, guys, for listening to the show. Uh, we love to hear your uh, your feedback, and I wanted to throw out throw this out there. Is a little listener promotion? Um, we're gonna give away because we've crossed over the five thousand listener Ooh. threshold. We want to. Uh, celebrate 5,000 listeners like they do at this, you know, the grocery stores. We are 5,000 listener, woo, you know, stuff like that. And so they don't do that anymore. Away, we're going to give <laughs> in away light of an, COVID. in light of COVID. <laughs> we're going to give away an Amazon gift card, a $50 Amazon gift card um, wow. to anyone who emails us Isn't at men Okay, we're going to give away one gift card. So email us the keyword. The keyword is Grandpa George, you have to email. Yeah, they, us. Gotta, they, they have to Dude. spell. They have to spell 
George correctly. Correct way. That's and, right. And, and we're not going to tell him right. how to do it. It's not yep. key. It's key words. Because True. <laughs> right. fair enough, fair enough. Grandpa George, email us Grandpa the keywords, Grandpa George, to men at church.com. All of your entries will be placed into a raffle, and one of you guys will get a $50 Amazon gift card, and we'll announce the winner on the next podcast. How does that sound, guys? Mm, sounds good. I thought it was in the next birthday. So, next you know. birthday, yeah. Next January. He might, I mean, at his age, we don't know how many more we get. So we, we can't make it. He may not make it to the next birthday. So, oh boy. Hey guys, uh, uh, any, anything else happening in your world that you want to talk about? Well, I wanted to ask George, uh, how did you start your day being your, your, it's your birthday? Did Lisa give you a special breakfast or what, what, what did you get for your birthday? Well, I'm not going to answer what I got, but. Um... <laughs> what? No, yeah, what? you know, I, I, I wake up uh, this morning and I walk into our living room and dining room and she has it, you know, decorated. Uh, happy birthday and balloons. Oh, I see that's, those things in the back of your... Uh, yeah, yeah, that's in the back. But the then she has some there. in the, she, yeah, she has some in the living room too. Um, yeah, just um, made me a nice breakfast. And actually, we used to joke about it's birthday week. It's not birthday. So it's, it kind of started already during the week. So she made me a nice... Uh, dinner uh lunch yesterday and um i think i kind of blew it because um yesterday a friend texted me wanted to see if i was available for lunch today and i said yeah yeah let's uh let's get together and then i told her and she had had a surprise for me supposedly for lunch today so i kind of blew that was i that friend no no someone else beat you to it but you're you're my friend uh my two friends I i did text you yesterday inviting you to lunch today and I told you that someone beat you to it. So yeah, tell them who it was. Friend of mine. Yeah, who was that friend? Tom. Yeah. So coincidentally, the boss texted him and said, "Hey, let's have lunch." And the boss trumped me apparently. Early, early, uh, well, of course. Early, early in the morning. Early in the morning. So yeah. Tom. Well, you know, even if Tom came in second, you know, of he would have said, "Yeah, he would have told me that." Hey, no, I got no, no, no. to have lunch with Tom. Yeah. Let, let me just start. Well, look at look at uh, Tom. Tom even trumped his wife. Okay. So he put, he 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 didn't go to lunch with his wife because he wants to have lunch with Tom. That's funny because when well, I was a whole other story. But yes, see, I just want to celebrate you on your B day. See, so there you go. So tomorrow, I get second. I get second fiddle, Robert. Yeah, I get second fiddle. So I have lunch. Tomorrow's but yeah, but you know what? You you after. also get a, you get as a bonus, you get a workout. You yeah, I don't know if that's a bonus, man. I have to go work out uh, just to just to get lunch. As hey, a bonus, uh, hey, as a bonus, you get to oil them up, bro. Oh, that sounds like sounds like a party. Uh, I wanted to I wanted to just throw this out there because I know you guys are always reading something great. And uh, George, you uh, you 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 gave Hiro something on his first day of working here, a little reading material, didn't you not? Well, um, no, I, I didn't give it to him. But I, what I thought it was important is, well, Hiro, you you know, I'll, I don't know, maybe you do don't know. All the, all the pastors on staff as part of reading, you know, CA gives us uh, books to, to read. So we're kind of all on the same page with our theology. Yeah. And um, <laughs> one of them, a couple of the books. Did you read where them? You go, where oh, are you no. going with this? Where are you going with well, this? Who was it? Jerry Falwell? Come on, dude. <laughs> or Swag, oh, who was it? I don't remember. <laughs> was it okay, hard? so Hiro, I don't know if you know this, but but George wanted to prank you. Oh and uh, he loves reading. He loves pranks. So uh-huh. you don't even know this. You're the, this is the first time you're hearing about this. But when you started here, the week that you started, George went and got three huge books 
written by televangelist Jimmy Swaggart. That's who it was. Oh, my God. And he put these on your desk and said, please read these from Tom, right? (laughs) Oh, my God. This whole time I thought Tom gave me homework. (laughs) (laughs) Have you been reading those books, Jairo? (laughs) No, I I just haven't even Oh, so so if it was real, and Tom listens to this, he's gonna see, man. This did you know? Did you know that it was not Tom that gave you those books? No, I didn't know. Like I, I, I had no clue. I thought it was literally Tom that gave it to me. So why did you disobey the orders of your superior? Do you know who Jimmy Swaggart is? Yeah, he's like a televangelist. I was looking at yeah, televangelist who got caught you know, uh, soliciting. I think I, I think I literally, I think I literally even walked in the office and I told you, I was like, Hey, Tom left me some books to read. <laughs> no, you asked, him, you yes, go, he did. Hey, you asked, you said it was Tom here. Yeah. 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 Oh, I didn't see him because I just saw these books. on my desk. So look at that. This is how, this is the level of practical oh, jokery dude. with these guys, right? We've, we've waited a month to tell you about this joke. <laughs> Oh and we waited God. until you were on the podcast to tell you about Hyro. this joke. Oh my God, Hyro is Hyro is, is dope, man. You know what's he, worse is that he, he hasn't even read it. There <laughs> yeah. you go. See, he didn't. Yeah. He, he just disregarded orders. He yeah, just disregarded. You know what, Tom? Who is this Tom guy yeah. telling me to read stuff? I've been, I've been reading. That's why I asked you when do, when, do, when do you when do you start staff? I didn't know that. He said, "Oh, I've been here for over a month." Okay. Uh, well, there you go. Uh, enjoy the uh, books, Hyro, as a as a little prank gift to you as a little uh welcome to the staff team okay and just just be careful with george he likes to uh, he likes to prank people hyro uh-huh it, it wasn't it wasn't me just so you know it wasn't robert it was it wasn't don't throw robert under the bus here it was it was it was your it was your host there with glasses <laughs> oh not man not me well george uh anything in the world of finance we got two minutes um yeah what you know i was thinking now two that minutes. we have the the new year <laughs> starting let me share some some. No, two now minutes. That we have the youth. We don't want to lose our five thousand listeners. Two minutes. Uh, do you, do you, okay. Well, I just was going to give a stock, but forget it now. All right, ninety seconds. Oh, you losers aren't going to get anything. <laughs> no <I'm> kidding. <laughs> no, now that it's a it's a new year, I think it's it's a great time for everyone to kind of take inventory of where you guys are at with your finances, where you are with your debt, where you are with your investments, uh, where you are with your budgets, and if if all of those things or none of those things um, are applicable to you or they're foreign to you. I don't have a budget. Uh, my debt is, is not where it needs to be. Um, my investments, I don't even look at them, you know, those kind of things. Then now's the time to assess it and make some changes. So start the, the new year on a good, uh, on a good foot. And, you know, George, if you want to reach out to me. George, do we have uh, any uh, financial peace stuff coming up? Uh, we don't, unfortunately. Um, because that's really geared for meeting in person and in small groups. We're, we're not doing that, but my hope is that we'll have a seminar uh, early this year where we'll discuss with one of the main things of financial peace, which is budgeting and, and how really to, to do a budget and go through it and be detailed in that. And Quick question to you, George. Uh, with the new administration, is there a new strategy in investing? Well, that, that, that's kind of early because we don't know what his plans are. I mean, we've, we've, we've heard some of his initial thoughts um, and generally, I mean, it's very broad, but very generally with the um, Democrat administration, usually they raise taxes, um, which is generally not um, favorable to the stock market. Uh, he's talked about raising 
the corporate rate, which in some estimates is going to affect the stock market. And he's talked about raising personal income tax. Um, so um, we'll see where that goes. But because basically the, the, the margins of the Democrats are so close, I, I don't think a lot of things that, that maybe they want to do will get passed because the Senate is 50-50. Yes, they have uh, the vice president who will be the tiebreaker, but basically there's not, not much margin for error. And for many things, you need 60 votes. And in the House, I think a majority need 217, and there's 222, I think, Democrats. So the margins are very, very slim. Um, so the thought is that if he wants to pass major legislation, that will be difficult. Um, so that's that's the hope that they don't you know don't do a lot of things. Uh, well, thank you for your two minutes of contribution. <laughs> do things to the economy. To Everybody fell asleep. <laughs> fell asleep already. Come on, bro. Come on, come on. Hey, listen, no, no. Like, and I'll, let me reset my game here. <laughs> in all seriousness, we th we thank you for your expertise, and we know that you George. are passionate about talking about this stuff. And you could go on for hours. Uh, we won't let you, but you could go on for hours. But anyone can always. This is how get you get your hundred listeners, huh? So, 100. What do you got? Oh, he's, he's an influencer. Remember, there you go. Yes. he's got a playlist now. <laughs> yes. Um, in between playlists, Robert, uh, tell us. Hyro's gone again. He's gone. Robert, tell Hyro. us what's happening. Hyro, what are the back. What do the men of Christian Assembly have to look forward to uh, in in these next few days, Robert? Hey, before I get to that, Marvin, have you gotten yes. any feedback as to how the guys like the hat, the swag box? All of that stuff. Have you gotten any emails? Yeah, I uh, I've gotten really really positive and strong feedback. Apparently, you guys prefer curved hats over flat hats because we've got like a hundred yes. flat hats left and nobody yes nobody likes the gang look. Okay, so exactly. my bad. I like the flat hats, but because um, you're a gang member, you were a former uh, yeah, gang member. I am. You're I part have, of, uh, what's that? Have, what's that hey, gang? I grew up from, in uh, South Central. Salvador. What is that? Which one? Something thirteen. Oh, yeah, I thought yeah, it was Mara yeah. Salvatrucha. It is Mara Salvatrucha. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Uh, he, 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 he grew up on the west side. Don't let him fool you. He has no idea what a gang is. Yeah. He thinks, uh, yeah, yeah. He thinks that the, the, the meter maid that puts a ticket on his car, he thinks that's the gang because <laughs> they wear blue uniform. Vanilla Ice. That's the gang. Vanilla, yeah, yeah, yeah. His, his, his hard, on his playlist, on his 100 followers, he's got Vanilla Ice. This is hardcore rap, it says under it. <laughs> Hyro doesn't even know Vanilla Isis. Do you know who he is, Hyro? Yes, I've he heard does. Of him. I've heard of him. Yes, I have. <laughs> Robert, tell us what the men of CA have to look forward to. All right. Well, before I get to that, let me just thank you guys for coming to the men's gathering. We really enjoyed having you guys there. Uh, Marvin put a lot of spot in putting that box together. And for those guys who went through the roll through or the drive through and got coffee and prayer, we sure appreciated you guys stopping by. Yeah, you came out to that, uh, Robert. Thanks for helping out. George didn't, but anyway, thanks for uh, helping out on Friday night. We but had a lot a of cars come on Friday. We had a lot of cars come through, didn't we? There was a game on Friday. Yeah, yeah. The guys on Zoom, they wanted to get their swag box, so they came yeah. through. Yeah, yeah, pretty good. So what's so coming in, up? Well, in that swag box, there is a book that we included, didn't we? No. And it's called... Oh, we didn't do that. We did not include it. You have to go on Amazon and buy your own book. Oh, shoot. But what, there's a stack of books there at the office. Why don't we well, give them I mean, away? It, it's well, we'll for the leaders. We'll, we'll, we'll sell it. Yeah. We don't. We'll uh, we can't afford to buy everyone a book, but uh, yet we, we can did. give away fifty dollars Amazon cards. One. We can okay. do one. Right, we can't right. give away ten dollars books right. to three hundred guys. What book is it? It's called Kingdom Man by Kingdom Tony Man. Evans. Okay. Well, speaking of Kingdom Man, we're doing an eight-week connect group for guys who want to join and learn about this book. 
it's going to happen um, every day of the week, practically, except on Fridays. We have a leader that will uh, lead uh, uh, study study group, I guess, uh, for eight weeks, guys. Um, register at cachurch.com and the webpage, men's webpage. It'll be um, specifically geared for authentic manhood. Is it? That's it. Marvin? Yeah. Yeah, Great. those are the themes that the book talks about, for sure. Now, in, in tandem of that, we also have 33 The Series, which uh, I will be leading with Ralph. And also, again, it also speaks of authentic manhood. And if you're a dad or a, 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 or a newlywed or, or thinking of, uh, of uh, starting a family or just basically want what it means to be a man in today's world, biblically speaking, come and check out. 33 to series, you will enjoy that for sure. It happens on Thursdays at seven o'clock. Also sign up in our webpage. I think it's uh, this, this 33 to series is gonna be an under the uh, Thrive webpage uh, off our CA, um, uh, CA site. So check it out. Both of them are gonna be great things for you guys to be part of. Well, thank you, Robert. And guys, uh, we really want you guys to be connected with other men. So make sure you make it a point to do that, whether it's one of these two offerings yeah. or any other uh, ongoing life group. And uh, so we turned the corner now. We want to talk to Hiro a little bit. Um, Hiro, he's got to come back. Call him back. Wait, what, what, what yeah, he's playing sports? Fortnite right now. Your sports, uh, your sports bit, man. Well, you know, we were going to talk about sports, but I, I realized that uh, the Rams lost. So people don't want to talk about football right now. Um, so who are you guys, uh, out of the, out of the teams left, you know, this is championship weekend. What do you guys think? What, where, where, where's this thing headed? I got green Bay. Got the Packers. The Packers look strong. I, I will say uh, the Packers look strong. I, anybody but Brady is kind of where I'm at. So if the Packers, so you think, so you think green, green Bay against, uh, Kansas city, right? Yeah. yeah I, got green that, Bay. That'd be a, I think that'd be a great, great, that'd be great, compelling great. matchup. Although it'd be yeah. fun to see Buffalo back in the Super Bowl after all of their losses from like. The 90s, Wide right. right? <laughs> Wide right. <laughs> For sure. Jeez. All right. Well, uh, yeah, go Packers. Anybody but Brady. That's kind of what I have to say. Yeah. Uh, but we're excited to, to interview yeah. Hiro for a few minutes here because uh, at the men's gathering, we got just a uh, snippet of, uh, uh, of getting to know you. We want to get to know you a little bit more. Um, but but so he Hiro, already angered some people with his... He uh, angered LeBron, a lot of yeah, people, first of all. You started of... off on the wrong foot, so we want to make sure we get you on the right foot. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Hiro is our pastor to our fusion community. Our fusion is our 18 to 35 year old community. So if you're 18 to 35, um, you know, once, once we have our regular service structure, fusion is our Sunday 6 PM service. And so uh, Hiro is going to be, uh, helping Bo, uh, pastor that community. And so, uh, Hiro, just tell us a little bit about where you're from, you know, what, what, part of the world you're you're born in how you got to LA how you got to CA and all that good stuff yeah absolutely uh so um I grew up in a city called Hawthorne California been pretty much born and raised in that city like my whole life and uh and pretty much right around the age of seven my parents uh I believe they went through like a hard time in their marriage so uh through like a family friend we were invited to like a, a Spanish Pentecostal church that they were attending so my parents we we went and uh this is the first time that I was ever like exposed to um church in a way because I, prior to that my understanding of who god was was more like in, rooted in catholicism so i would blow out these candles like every night with my dad uh, uh before i would go to bed and um i would pray to like the uh 
the Virgin of Guadalupe. Like I, I would do all these things as a, as a kid, but it was more like a, a religious thing. It wasn't really like a relational thing. So, um, so I remember showing up at this, at this church and, uh, my parents instantly, they, they gave their lives to Jesus. And, uh, and then we instantly like just started going every week, every Sunday. And then, uh, they, I got root, I got plugged into like Sunday school and, uh, and I grew a love for, in a way of like learning about God and learning about Jesus. So, so then I remember on, on pastor's appreciation day, my, my senior pastor asked me to go on stage and they asked me, so uh, they asked me to say some nice things about him. So I said, okay. So I went on stage. I think at this point I'm like seven, I think I'm like seven or eight years old, I believe. Uh, and I pretty much told my pastor, Hey, one day, like, oh, no, I told him, I really, I really love you. I think you're great and everything, but one day I'm going to do this way better than you. And I don't know, there's <laughs> just something that came upon me where, I don't know. I felt called to, to full-time ministry as a child. I, I didn't really know what that looked like, but I knew I wanted to be a pastor. I just knew that in my heart. So, um, so then I became a youth student and, uh, at that point, and I still, at that point, I was just still going to church. I didn't have really a, a consistent relationship with Jesus. Um, and then when I became a youth student, uh, I had four different youth pastors in like, the span of like maybe two and a half years because first one like left to go do a church plan the other one uh the other set of youth pastors they uh were going through a divorce and then the other one uh he uh the youth pastor this is the one that i connected with the most but uh he ended up stepping down as youth pastor because he because of moral failures and then by that point my my heart had really hardened with the church and god i mm -hmm. felt i felt pastors were just in and out of people's lives so i just didn't want to be a part of that uh so at 18 um, coming out of, coming out of high school, I applied to literally every, uh, college that I possibly could have, but only two schools accepted me. It was, it was to go to life Pacific college on a full-time ministry degree, or it was to go to, uh, Long Beach state on an accounting degree. So it's mm -hmm. like two polar opposites, but, uh, I pretty much busted a Jonah. I knew God had, had been calling me to full-time ministry since I was a kid. It was in my heart, but I, I didn't want to pursue that. So I went to Long Beach State for two years to pursue accounting. And by that point, I wasn't going to church for like a year and a half going to school. And, and uh, yeah, and, and something, something kind of told me, like something in my heart, just I felt, man, like I just knew that there was more to life than going to school and working full-time. I knew there was more to life than that. So then uh, I was connected with a, a young adults pastor uh, who was leading this young adults revival movement in the valley called This Is Refuge. Uh, we grew up in the same hometown. So I remember getting on the phone with him and I asked him, hey, are you guys still doing that thing in, in people's backyards? And he says, yeah, bro, like come through. So I was like, all right, for sure. So I, I showed up. Um, and at this point, I'm 20 years old and I'm 24 now. So uh, I rededicated my life to Jesus. And, um, and I've literally been only following Jesus for like, like hardcore for like the last four years of my life and uh and a couple months later uh refuge we were still just like uh meeting in people's backyards and everything and then freedom church ended up adopting us as like our sunday home so then we be so now we i had a sunday home to to attend at freedom church in chatsworth california and then i got baptized uh in 2017 at freedom church and then it was also that same summer I'll never forget this. Like, I know sometimes I remember Tom talking about like the learning circle, how in, in the, in the new Testament, the word time has two meanings. It's either Kronos mm -hmm. or Kairos. And uh, to me, this was like my Kairos moment, like a moment mm -hmm. I'll never forget uh, in my life. But my, my pastor, 
at the time, he invited me to a youth camp and, uh, and it was my day off. He called me, he said, Hey dude, can you back me up to this youth camp? Like I need someone to drive me. And I was like, uh, all right, I'm down. So I just, <laughs> I, I don't know. I just said, I'm down. So I went with him and he preaches this message. We, we drive to San Bernardino County. And, uh, and at the end of the message, uh, while he's ministering to kids and stuff, he comes up to me and like, I'm in the back, just like interceding. And he comes up to me and he says, Hey, uh, you see that kid in the corner that's standing by himself. I was like, yeah. And he says, I feel from strongly from God that you have a word for that kid. And I said, no, I don't think so, man. That's a little weird. Like he's, and, but I trusted him because he never does things like that. Like, uh, so I felt in my heart, okay, this might be legit. This might be very spirit led. So I obeyed him. I went to this kid. Um, and, Bear in mind, this was my first time ever like leading a discussion with a student. I had no idea how to navigate this. So I just told him, I was like, hey, like, um, I want to pray for you. But is there anything you want to get off your chest with me? And he's like, yeah, man. Mm. He says, uh, I, I wanted to. And he ends up proceeding, telling me his entire life story. He tells wow. me, hey, um, I'm 18. Uh, I'm thinking about where my life is going to be headed this next season. And I grew up in church, but uh but I'm doing things that I know I shouldn't be doing. He says, I'm smoking weed. I'm sleeping with my girlfriend. I'm partying. Um, I'm getting drunk all the time. And, and I know God has called me to better things. And then he follows up with this saying that he says, and I know God has called me to uh, be a United States Marine, but uh, I want people to look up to me. I want to be a leader in people's life. But ultimately, I'm afraid to do that because my parents want me to go to uh, college and get a, get a degree in business. And as he's saying this, this was like, my burning bush moment when Moses talked to God in a burning bush, because the whole reason I'm doing accounting is because that was my dad's dream for my life. I've been pursuing my dad's dream this entire time and not God's dream for my life. And, and this was like, this was God using this student to speak to me. And, uh, so I remember praying for this kid. Um, I got the chills, like when he, when this kid told me the story and, and I just remember getting off that mountain and I told my pastor, I'm going to call, I'm going to Bible college, man. Like, I don't care. Like, I don't care if I lose like credits. I don't care if I lose like units, like I'm willing to like get, just go all in for God. And, and, uh, so yeah, I literally called up Life Pacific on a two week notice before the semester started. I said, Hey, can I start this in two weeks? And they're like, yeah, like, well, you got to get everything in. So then the rest is history. I mean, I've just been, uh, going to school like and serving at freedom church the last couple of years and then and then eventually i got installed as a youth director and then uh by that point i was still uh finishing up my degree online through dcp and then uh and yeah so then i heard about ca through this uh through a mutual friend uh he had gone to a, a fusion event uh like maybe about a year and a half ago and he was following the instagram page and fusion had put up a job hiring on their instagram so then he shared the post with me on instagram and he says hey you should apply to this church christian assembly is a great church it's a it's a great place to work at and i was like okay i'll just apply so then i submitted i submitted my resume and if i'm being honest i i really didn't know i'd make it this <laughs> far you know um being here but I'm, I'm grateful for it all like the interview process was beautiful it was great i got to meet a lot of great people and um and yeah, so that's it. <laughs> well, we are we're excited that, that you started with us, that we're excited that, uh, that God has shaped you to become the man that you are and that you've hit the ground running. You really have. Yeah. Uh, e even in this, you know, crazy COVID season, uh, you're already getting to know some of our young, young people. So that's great. Mm -hmm. um, who are some of the who are some of the men that have impacted or shaped your life? Um, you know, who, you know, do you have any mentors or, or 
you know, either past, present, um, who are some of those guys who have been influential in your life? Oh, uh, so many, uh, well, first and foremost, my father, uh, Mm -hmm. my dad has always been, uh, he's such a wise person. Like my dad is, he's such a goofball. Like many people who are around him, he, people will say that he's like the life of a party, but when you get to have like a one-on-one conversation with him, my dad is probably one of the wisest people I know. Uh, and one of the things he told me at, at a young age is he says in this life, Heidel, like you can learn two ways. You can learn from other people or you can learn from your mistakes. And he says, the question really boils down to where do you want to learn from? Do you want to make mistakes or do you want to learn from other people? So he's always like taught me that uh, at a young age. So, um, so I've kind of grown in that, in that uh, mantra that like, man, I really want to avoid mistakes in life. I want to learn from as many people. So, um, and that's why I love like the story of Elijah and Elisha where Elisha, he follows his master every step of the way he he's persistent and, and, uh, and, I always want to be an Elisha in people's lives. So, uh, so my father's been one of those people. Um, this guy named uh, Pastor JJ. He uh, he was on staff at Freedom Church. He was definitely a, a big part. Uh, until this day, we still talk every day. Um, he's still so he's still a voice in my life. Uh, he's still someone that mentors me. He he holds me accountable in a lot of things. And uh, so he's one of those two. Justice Coleman at Freedom Church has been definitely he uh has played such an impact in my life uh justice coleman is a he's a phenomenal leader i i I don't know how he's able to do what he does but uh (laughs) but just being around justice coleman and and just learning from him and like uh being able to just talk with him for even five minutes just like hey like can you share me just a nugget of wisdom like uh justice has definitely been a great mentor in my life for sure that's great and i I like that you said that uh the line about you can either learn from experience or you can learn from other people. Cause I think, uh, I mean, you weren't there, but at one of our men's retreats, uh, Keith Jenkins kind of said the same thing. Yeah. Um, and he says, guys, find someone that's, you know, 10 years down the road, 20 years right. down the road because, and just soak it in, just learn, just be around them. You know, guys oftentimes make out this mentoring thing to be this, Oh man, I got to find a mentor and I got to schedule a car. You know, like just be around someone. Yeah. Just be around soaking in, like you said, like that Elijah Elisha situation mm-hmm. where it's like it doesn't have to be completely structured, you know, and like, yeah. okay, sit sit down and teach me all you know, you know, Obi-Wan. But it's yeah. like, can I just be around you? Can I see the way you interact with your kids? Yeah. Can I can I see the way that you carry yourself with your wife? Can I see those things? Uh, so this is why I surround myself with with George and Robert, man. These guys are <laughs> down the road from me and uh i just i didn't want to I knew see you were gonna go that rabbit hole i knew it i knew see, I mean, george and i were quiet and then all of a sudden here you go but in all seriousness but in all seriousness i count you both as uh, as wise mentors in my life and friends for sure um so uh, you know you came to ca what are some of your dreams and aspirations for for your time in ministry whether it's here at CA or even just in your life, what do you feel like God is really calling you to? Absolutely. Uh, well, definitely firm, foremost, uh, one of the things that as I was starting this new year that I really strongly sensed from God was to build relational equity with, with people in my community. Um, and I, you know, I think about, I think about like uh, Elijah and Elisha, cause that's like, I think that's like one of the perfect like stories of like what discipleship really looks like. Like Elijah invested time into Elisha to teach him everything that he knows. And, and, and I love when Elisha is like, uh, 
he follows his master everywhere. Even in the last moments where Elijah gets taken up into a whirlwind, Elisha's like, hey, I will not leave you. Like, I will be with you like every step of the way. And then he even asks Elisha for a double portion of, of, his, of his calling. So it's like, it's this idea that um, the, the person being disciple becomes like the, becomes like the master. But in a way, I, I always have the question, like, how do you get to that point? And I think a lot of it is just spending time with people building that relational equity. And, uh, and I've seen that in my personal life with, with my mentors that I've spent a lot of time with is like, I will literally like give a bone. I will give my femur if I could, because, because of like all the time and like uh, all the time that you spend and poured into me, all the wisdom. So, uh, so that's one thing that God has definitely like been, been pushing at me to, to really establish relational equity. So that's why I've been uh, you know, I've just been hungry. I've been, hitting up a lot of a, a lot of guys in our communities like hey let's grab some coffee hey let's get on zoom like hey let's make this an actual consistent thing like i don't want us to just be like a hey i met with you like I, okay i got you off my checklist like no i actually want to do life with you uh build relationships uh, i want to struggle with you i want to learn about what you struggle with i want you to know about some of my things that i struggle with so i just want to build those those uh those that relationship with people uh the other thing that i want to accomplish as well this year is a uh, um I want people to uh, learn to live more like Jesus. Uh, and one of the things we're going to be doing this year with Fusion is, and, and I'm really excited about, is we're, every month we're going to be focusing on a, uh, on a different spiritual discipline, and we're going to call it the good life. And it's, in other words, it's like how to live like Jesus. So whether that's praying, whether that's scripture reading, whether that's fasting, uh, we want to we wanna encourage a lot of the people in our community to just live like Jesus. And um, and I'm speaking to the men specifically because uh, I know how hard it is to to live in a world where there's a lot of pressure. There's a lot of people put pressure on you. And sometimes you got to be the man of the house or sometimes you have to live your life differently. But um, I can't even fathom like learning these spiritual disciplines, like your life will be so forever changed by it because uh, I've seen it. I've seen a change in my life through scripture reading, through praying. And uh, so, yeah. I'm just, I just want to get as many people to sign up to that thing for sure. That's, that's great. Sounds good, Hyro. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's really good. Um, All right. So a little bit on the lighter side, what are some of the things you like to do for fun? You know, how do you, hobbies? I mean, other than playing video games all night. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I play video games like maybe two nights a week. I don't play a lot anymore. Or during, during podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> or during podcasts for sure. <laughs> uh, one of my favorite things right now is uh, I-, I love working out. Uh, so last year in January, I was uh, diagnosed as a type one diabetic. I was in the ICU and this was like a new thing for me. I got a new diagnosis and, uh, and the doctors were telling me, it was like, yeah, you know, you're going to have to change the way you eat, the way you view your nutrition. And, and it's been, a, it's been over a year now and reflecting, uh, being a diabetic has definitely changed the way that uh, I view like uh, my outlook on my health, my lifestyle. It's completely changed the way that I, that I view it. So, uh, so these past couple months, it hasn't been the easiest journey, especially with COVID and, and uh, staying at home and like not being able to access gyms and stuff like that. So, uh, you know, these past couple months, I've been I've been working out at, at a gym and uh, and it's been so life changing. I love working out. I love lifting weights. I love uh, cooking at home, saving money in that area. So that's definitely like one of my personal hobbies that I love doing. Another hobby that I love doing is uh, uh, I picked the photography this last summer. I love taking pictures of people. Uh, um, 
And that's one another thing that I want to grow in this year is definitely in my photography, my editing as well, and uh, specifically portraits. I, I love taking pictures of, of people and their families and whatever that may look like, just because I think a, a lot of it is just goes because I'm, I'm very relational. I love people. So then I love being able to take a picture of someone and, and just have that as a memory. It's like, hey, I remember like we went on this shoot and like you were telling me about your story, your your story or you were telling me about this thing. So it's really cool. So, yeah. And uh, I think the last last thing for me is I asked you about who are some of the mentors in your life. Um, yeah. But who are some of the virtual mentors? I mean, who are what are you reading? What podcasts are you listening to? Virtual who are you mentor. watching? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, definitely. I love listening to uh, podcasts like uh, the three guys that I really like listen from a lot heavily right now is uh, uh, well, one, I love Chad Veach's uh Oh, I don't listen to his sermons, but I love Chad Veach's uh, Leadership Lean In podcast. Um, a lot of it is because it's like 15, 20 minute podcast and they're very practical tips. They're very practical that uh, uh, and they're all about like leadership advice. Um, the other one that I really love listening to is uh, I love listening to Jensen Franklin. Uh, Jensen Franklin to me is uh, he's one of the best communicators that I've, ever, that I've listened to that I've like uh, when I took over as a youth director in, at Freedom, I had to learn how to preach because I hadn't really like preached. I hadn't really done sermon prepping, sermon writing or anything like that. So I was like, I got to go find like the best preachers and like, just like steal some stuff from them. Like, I just have to like observe how they preach. So Jensen is definitely like one of those dudes. And, uh, and I, I, it became more of a, of a virtual mentor, uh, the day that, uh, he was actually on Chad Veach's podcast and they invited mm -hmm. Jensen Franklin to come talk and, and, uh, and Jensen, he said something that I will like, it'll never, uh, um, that I'll never forget. Like, it's something that I, I live by. And, um, he's talking about the, the, he's talking about like how he's like old now and he's reflecting, he's talking to all the young leaders. And he was saying that he wishes that he would have trusted God a lot more when he was younger. He would that he wouldn't have that he wasn't really uh, concerned with chasing numbers and uh, and and stuff like that and and he's like giving us advice but one of the things that he was saying is that he thought he thought being sixty in ministry for so long that uh, that he wouldn't um, that he wouldn't struggle anymore and he says that till this day he still struggles with quitting and I'm like wow like that's like the most real thing that I've ever heard from like a pastor who's like very successful and he says I struggle with quitting and and then. Uh, and then he references the book of Ecclesiastes, how in the book of Ecclesiastes, there's 28 seasons recorded about how there's a time for everything. There's a time to cry. There's a time for happiness. There's a time for war, a time for peace. But he says, there's one, there's one season that, that that's not mentioned in that. And he says, and that's a time to quit. He says, don't throw in the towel. And I'm like, wow. wow. So yeah. it wrecked me. It wrecked me to just continue to persist, to continue to persevere and trust that uh, God's going to take care of me. So, so Yeah. It's good. Good stuff. Uh, of course, you know, you listen to our podcast regularly, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. We didn't ask you early on. Are you married? Do you have kids? Uh, what's your, uh, no, what's your I, situation? No, I am a, what they call single as a Pringle for sure. So um, <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know I don't what that know. means. It's just That's a Pringle. A, like. A, it's a young person's thing. <laughs> no, actually, no, I heard that. I heard that one time from a student. He said, uh, I think he was asking, he's like, hey, what's up with this person? Is, is that person still single as a Pringle? And it's till this day, I, it just sticks with me. It's just such a funny okay. line, he said. So, yeah, so I'm single. Sing I'm single. Um, Pringle. Pr Pringle. As a Pringle. You but, like Doritos, uh, Pringles? <laughs> yeah, so 
definitely not uh I wouldn't say I'm not looking, but like I'm not overly like like what's the word? I guess you could say I'm open. Like I'm not like I don't know what the word is. Like I'm not desperate Something. or you're not chasing. <laughs> I'm not chasing that. I guess that's the word. Like you're not yeah. chasing. That's that's yeah. that's good. We don't want actually to that, that that might be Marvin a, a good lead into our next uh our next podcast and the guests. Yeah, actually, it will be. Um, uh, yeah, we want to thank Cairo for being with us, first of all. Uh, thank you. Our next, our next topic, our next podcast will be a Valentine's Day-themed podcast. Sick. And we're going to have two single women on here telling all of the single guys what girls want. And okay. so we figured... Uh, <laughs> and it's not Pringles. Figured, they're not Pringles, no. Uh, we figured we're, we're going to help our single, our single men. Uh, but if you're married, listen along, because I think it'll be very entertaining. But we're going to have two for single sure. women. And they're going to tell us what women want. And so uh, okay. we're going to talk about dating and we're going to talk about relationships. And we're hey, going to we, talk you about... might need to uh, hi, uh, get Hiro back in here to just for a backup, you know, because this is, uh, <laughs> he, he's in that same age level where yeah. our two <laughs> guests is going to be at. So I don't know if we can, uh, we can handle those two girls. I don't we know can if Hiro can, we give can up, handle them. If Hiro can give up gaming two, uh, two, two Wednesdays or Thursdays in a row. Yeah. <laughs> Hiro, again, thanks for joining us. We are hey, thank excited you. that you're a part of our church community and more excited that you're a pastor, pastor among us. And uh, we look forward to interacting with you at men's retreats and all of our different men's events. And don't, and don't um, forget to read those books that, uh, that Tom... Don't forget that one of your mentors, <laughs> Jimmy Swaggart, because Tom is waiting for his report. That's the Tom Hughes, if, right? Tom Hughes, if you're listening to this, please get after Hyrule. Tom is sure. not listening to this. There's, there's a good chance Tom is not listening to this. There's a really good chance Tom is not listening. If, if Tom well, guys, we're signing pod, off. Podcast would not be happening. We're signing <laughs> off. Don't forget to enter for the Amazon gift card raffle by emailing yep. the keywords George, Grandpa George to men at cachurch.com. Until next time, <laughs> you know what to do. Hyrule, thanks for being with us, man. Hey, yeah. thank you. Thank you guys for having me. All right, guys. Bye-bye. <laughs> Jeez.